episode seven of this podcast. I can't believe it. I say that every week though. (laughs) So this week we're talking about saying no and the expectations and reality around that. But before we get started, I wanted to acknowledge and pay my respects to the Ghana people, the traditional custodians of these lands and waters that we live and work on and where we record this podcast on. We continue to pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. I also wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that all advice on this podcast is general in nature and is based on my own experiences. So take it with a pinch of salt when you apply to your own life. Now that we are coming into springtime and, you know, ramping up into the Christmas period, I know that it can be really hard for a lot of business owners to say no to things, especially when it comes to clients and bringing on new products and all the customer stuff that you need to start doing now in order to prepare for the busy holiday season ahead. So I thought this would be a really good opportunity to talk about those things and why saying yes to everything will just create such a bad <laughs> a bad way of living for you in a toxic and burnout like environment for you. Before we head into that stuff though, I want to talk about our small business corner. So last week we spoke about Meraki Beauty and Wellness. And this week, our small business corner highlight is Lashes and Brows by Georgie. So Georgie has been so amazing. She's been doing my lashes and brows for about two years now. And she does my brow lamination. She tints them. She does my lash extensions as well. Um, Or my, sorry, she does a lash lift for me, but she does lash extensions for heaps of her clients. So she's super popular uh, in the Flinders Park area. So I would definitely recommend looking her up if you ladies or or gentlemen are interested in getting your lashes and brows done. She is incredible. And she does facials as well, which is so great. And skin needling and all those really cool things as well. She's got a lot of certifications in the beauty industry. She's been in it for about 20 or something years, but she is a firecracker. So I definitely recommend going to see her. So today's topic is all about how to say no in business and in life. So... I know this can be hard for a lot of people to start to say no around certain things, especially if you're always the yes person that people go to. And I feel like this is something I've been trying to learn how to do as well pretty recently, especially when it comes to finding my limitations in in business. So, of course, when I was starting out in, in business, I would say yes to basically every job that came through my inbox because you're basically just trying to make bank at this point and you're trying to get more industries under your belt and all these different types of work as well just to expand your knowledge right I basically would say yes to every single thing even if it was well under what my rate was because I just wanted to be that person that was super dependable and was just the yes girl so I learned pretty quickly that that was not a sustainable way to go about business especially so I know that a lot of people struggle as well to set boundaries and they have issues with wanting to be liked by everyone and and I'm the same and I you know would hate to know (laughs) it's like that episode of Friends when you know Phoebe doesn't care about if someone doesn't like her or not and Monica is like obsessed with everyone liking her all the time and it is you know there's 
people like that everywhere and there's parts of that within me too where I'm like oh I don't care who doesn't like me or whatever that's just their prerogative and then on the other hand I'm like oh my god like why don't they like me and I'm like dying inside (laughs) so saying yes to everyone is actually a a bit of a tendency that stems from childhood behaviors so especially around having to please parents all the time and especially needing to please them or do something to create a, a bit of an easier situation in order to take away any friction where a fight might ensue so as a kid you might you know have been trying to do like the dishes or you know clean up after someone else because you don't want like mum or dad to get annoyed at the other person who actually left the mess just because you want to create some you know peace and and that continuity in your household so this those behaviors actually do stem into more of a people pleaser like as an adult you turn into that adult from childhood so when you're running a business I guess in that respect where you are saying yes to everything people are going to want to take your time so your time whether you run a business or not whatever you do in life your time is valuable and people are going to want to take your precious time away from you in some way or another whether it's family or friends kids work whatever whatever's going on in your life there's going to be these things that are pulling the time out of you, basically, and trying to take up as much of it as possible. Especially when you're running a business, you might have clients that take up a lot of your time with asking a lot of questions or they there's a lot of customer service going on in the background that isn't really like billable hours or something that is part of you know the product or service that you offer. So you're actually using up this time to talk to someone, obviously, um, about your business. And you may not actually see that through in terms of that you might not might not be able to monetize that in a way unfortunately so how can we start to say no well I've spoken about productivity before and how you can achieve a more productive life if you know your sleep chronotype and your sleep type but there's nothing quite as effective for you (laughs) for your productivity as saving your own time by setting up boundaries and being able to say no early on to set the precedent and set the tone for that particular relationship. So if you're listening right now, you might be thinking, oh, well, I try to say no, but then when it gets to that point in time when I do have to say no, I don't have the courage to do it. And I just don't worry about it and I end up, you know, saying yes anyway because I'll push over or whatever. Look, I'm the exact same way. I do try to catch myself when I'm in that mindset of like, oh, why do I feel the pressure to say yes in this moment in time? And I think when you start to realize that and become a bit more self-actualized around why you say yes, then you start to realize, okay, I don't actually need to say yes all the time. I don't have an obligation or, or I don't know, owe anyone anything, right? We'll dive into how to say no and why it's so much harder than people think in a second. And I, I really do want to start um, turning those expectations of saying no into a reality. But first, I want to talk about the word of the week because I didn't do that earlier. So the word of the week is obsidian, which is actually a hard, dark, glass-like volcanic rock formed by the rapid solidification of lava without crystallization. So if you looked up obsidian, it's just like this black kind of glassy looking rock. So you're probably thinking, why would I use the word obsidian? It's a, it's a rock. It's a rock formation. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, you can actually use obsidian when talking about someone in the sense that they've gone from being totally normal to completely hard and opaque. You could say, they, you know, that person, you know, without saying they quickly solidified into a rock hard exterior <laughs> without any emotion or happiness. 
you can say they become obsidian or stop, you know, you're showing those obsidian tendencies again or something like that. So it might be a good way, I guess, to dive into this topic, which you might, you might think you, you're becoming obsidian because you're going to say no to people. So you might think I'm becoming this hardened person that doesn't have anything nice about them or isn't being super accommodating. But in fact, you know, and being an obsidian person, you're not opening yourself to opportunities or being flexible, but that's actually not the case. So let's just flip the script completely on why saying no is actually a good thing. So I think what's funny about the way that we think about saying no, it's it's the opposite. Our time is valuable and we know where our priorities lie when we do say no, because we are opening ourselves up to the right opportunities rather than saying yes to every single opportunity that comes our way and then having no time for anything. So you're overfilling your plate, you're saying yes to this, that and the other, you end up overcompensating for your time. So you think you've got all this time in the world, but you actually don't. You've only got 24 hours in the day. By taking a lot of things on your plate, you're actually going to be doing nothing well. By thinking that you're going to be doing everything at 100%, you end up doing nothing at 100%. So your time, you know, you just can't do it. It's impossible. So by saying yes to everything, you don't end up exuding this persona of being that go-to person that you think you are, or you're always saying yes to every opportunity. You're actually showing people that they can walk all over you because you're going to say yes no matter what. And they're taking advantage of you. So there's people out there. Yes, there are people out there that will take advantage of your time and your niceness and you just being that person just because you are that way inclined they're going to start to take that, you know, for a ride. They're going to take advantage of you because you don't know any better. You're just, you just think you're being nice, but they see it as an opportunity to exploit you in some way. I know that that sounds super pessimistic, but that is how it works, especially in business. You just have to be really careful with saying yes to everything because it can backfire in your face pretty badly. In the past, if you've had these behaviors of saying yes as well you're sh- you're showing that you'll say yes no matter what and it's gonna get abused pretty often and pretty quickly and you're gonna end up burning out because you're filling up all these other people's cups with your time and your energy and your expertise and then you've got nothing left for yourself so saying yes is a really good way to burn out pretty fucking quickly and we've touched on small business burnout in the past episodes so if you haven't listened to that one, that's that's been my most popular episode so far. So please go back and have a listen to uh, Small Business Burnout. It was uh, really good to um, dive into that topic in particular. So I guess from here we can, you know, look at how can you start to say no even to the little things. So every little thing adds up, right? So it might be easier to say no to the bigger things because, you know, it doesn't really, like, it doesn't really align with who you are right in front of you it's very easy to spot whereas the little things they're the hard ones that you end up accumulating over time and they end up becoming these massive mountains of jobs or favors or whatever that you've done for other people out of the goodness of your heart and then it ends up being becoming part of your personality and becoming part of the expectation that people get from you that oh well you did this last time why can't you do it again so you start to set these boundaries up from even the small things in order to put it out there to the universe and to these people in particular that I'm not going to be taken for a ride. I'm not going to be exploited in this way. I am a person. My time is valuable and you need to get your shit together if you want to me to help you in some way. 
So one of the first things I want to go through when how to start saying no is that practice makes perfect. So actually using the word no does help you. Like zero ifs, ands or buts, you need to use that word on its on its own. I know it's very hard, especially for women, to say no and not justify, you know, and have this, this cloud of justification around the word or, you know, these nice kind of filler words around it that are going to make it sound like you're not being a hard ass. So especially with like emails and that, it's very easy to add words like just or sorry or because or whatever. So you end up with with having this absolute statement. You don't end up wavering or hesitating and you show that assertiveness without being aggressive or being a bitch. So especially for women, like we can come off as bitchy if we say no because that's just how people view women who are assertive or as with men you know they're seen as like yeah they've like got their shit together and they're being a boss and they know what they want and they're going after it whereas women like we're expected to just roll over and and you know take it <laughs> basically it's terrible but it's true so whether in this situation you know saying no to someone can come from a variety of situations so whether it's you know maybe going over to someone's house that you don't really want to see or get along with or signing up for that loyalty card at the checkout. I know I get sucked into that all the time when you're practice, practice saying no to those kinds of things or someone that is always asking you for favors, but you know that you'll never get repaid back that favor. So just learn to say no in that sense to start with. If you're really struggling to say no, just like, no, that's it. You know, try to start with, you know, no thanks or I'd rather not, or I'm afraid I can't or I can't do it right now, or it doesn't really interest me, but thanks for asking. So you can you can add these little buffers around no if it makes you really uncomfortable and you don't feel like you're coming across as polite if you just say N-O, spells no. So using words like that is especially good if you have friends that you don't have that much in common with, or there's some things that you do have in common with them, but other things that you don't enjoy doing that they like doing. So you can literally just say to them, oh, thanks, it doesn't interest me, but I'll do blah, blah, blah with you. So you can still come up with things <laughs> and be that yes person without saying yes to every single thing and ha- ended up hating, you know, going for that hike or, you know, go and see that film or whatever. Another piece of, of advice is don't come up with this crazy ruse and this long-winded excuse about why you can't do something because it ends up biting you on the arse later. Don't become like the George Costanza of your friends who ends up coming to these elaborate, you know, Vandalay Industries, latex salesmen fucking things that end up having to bite you. They come back to bite you on the arse later because you end up forgetting those white lies in the end. So you don't need a justification, really. And don't feel like you you need to give someone a reason. But if you do, give them a real reason. You know, just if you... It's a Friday night, for example. And your girlfriend's like, yeah, let's go out for those cocktails. Let's do it. You know, we haven't caught up in ages. Like, yes, you know, you do feel obligated because you might not have seen them in ages. But if you're just feeling completely exhausted and you are so flat and you just have zero energy to go out, it ends up being worse for you if you do say yes because you're not going to be any fun. You're not going to be a good time like you usually are. So why don't you explain to your friends, oh, look, I really would love to come, but I'm just not feeling up for it. I'm not going to be all that fun. Um, Please count me in for next time. I just feel like my energy needs to be put elsewhere or I need to just, you know, recharge my battery a little bit. 
and if they're your real friends they will fucking understand and they will check in on you so that's my little golden nugget piece of advice don't lie just be honest because that's all you can be right so if there's a situation where you know um there's a business networking thing or there's like a bit of a i don't know marketing multi-level marketing thing right and it's like a friend that's come up to you and they're like oh i've got this great opportunity blah 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 you know i think you'd be perfect for it and you're really not interested but you don't want to hurt their feelings you know you don't come up with a lie just to get out of it but don't leave it open-ended either just don't don't say something like oh thanks but i'm busy this week because they're going to come back to you straight away and be like oh okay well, that's fine what about next week and they will keep badgering you until you put it out there like you are zero interested so from the get-go instead of wasting your time and their time with text messages or whatever or them chasing you up just put it out there put an end to it nip it in the bud straight away no this isn't of interest to me thanks though and that's it you don't need to go waffling on about it and just to save your friendship because you know if they're your real friend they're not going to be bothered by it and if they're just relying on friends to get these networks in and stuff then they're not doing a really good job of it if there's a situation then where you know, you do want to end up doing something, but you really are busy this week, or you just, that thing that they want to do doesn't really align with what you're about, then you can just say, look, oh, no, I'm not really interested in that. Yeah, let's do something else. Like, for example, if your friend is moving house and you have like a little bit of an injury or you're not really wanting to do that because you've got like, they're really not that close friends with you or they're a bit of an acquaintance, but they know that you'll do it because you say yes to everything. You can actually just say like, oh, look, I, c I can't help you move house, but if you need a hand, I'd ha I'm happy to cook for you one night. Like I'll come by and we'll have like a curry feast or whatever, or I'll take your dogs for a walk. And it's just those little things that you can replace with the other thing that they ask for and you still show them that you care without having to do the stuff that you don't want to do. Another thing that you probably need to understand when it comes to saying no is understanding other people's manipulation techniques. So especially people that are running businesses or organizations that are trying to reel you in, uh, they are master manipulators. There is no doubt about it. And they know how to make you feel bad for a situation, like in a situation where they know that you're going to be swayed to say yes pretty easily so for example if you're in a service-based business and you have a client who you don't really want to work with because they can't afford your rates and they're trying to work within a budget which is fine everyone has a budget but they really want to work with you but they can't meet your rates or they are undervaluing what you do it's really difficult to part ways with those people because they're trying to convince you that you need them more than they need you, which is what I've, has happened to me in the past. I've worked with people um, before, especially starting out, where they're like, oh, you know, this opportunity is really good. It's going to give you heaps of exposure and heaps of experience and all this stuff. But, you know, I can only afford like, you know, $50 or whatever. And I'll just take it because like that's why I'm under budget, obviously, like for me, for my rate at the time as well. And I would just say yes, because they convinced me that I needed them. So... Other things that can, people that can target you in this situation is multi-level marketing schemes as well. Um, they'll try to kind of solicit you and, you know, run their tactics around that and, you know, say that, oh, like, you know, it's not really that, it's it's free to sign up or it's like no obligation or all these things or it's like hassle, no hassles or whatever. 
just if you're not interested, doesn't align with who, who you are, where you want to be, just say no. That's it. It's so fucking easy. So another great way to practice saying no is knowing where your relationships lie with particular people. So it's always easier to say no to someone when you know that saying no to them isn't going to ruin that relationship. So sometimes it can be hardest to say no to loved ones, especially because, you know, you want to be there for them, you want to help them out, but you do feel like there's kind of an obligation there as well because they're family or they've helped you in the past. So if you genuinely can't help and you don't want to get involved this time around, it can be really hard to say no because you maybe have had a rocky relationship with this person in the past and you don't want to revisit that. And I guess coming from that standpoint, there are people in my life where I've had rocky relationships with and I'm like, oh, like I, I, you know, it's still very fresh, like the wounds are fresh or whatever and we're recovering and at those times... I would always say yes to doing things because I didn't want to be that person that was not looking like I was putting an effort in. But at the same time, I needed to realise, okay, well, yes, I I want to put an effort in and show that I care, but also I don't want to be this, you know, yes person and and say yes to everything when it doesn't really, like, align with me or it's, you know, not convenient for me at that time. So there's – you just have to kind of navigate those waters – pretty carefully but knowing where your relationship stands with someone and how it can be impacted after saying no is pretty vital so you're more likely to say no if you know that you'll be cool with someone after after you say or politely decline so again if you want to you know if you want to help but you had just say no this time around you can always just say hey i need a little bit of notice before you know you ask me that because it ends up putting the onus back on that person rather than relying on you to, you know, basically pick up the pieces at the end, especially if it's, yeah, last minute favour. So what I'm kind of wanting to portray through this podcast episode is that it's okay to be selfish. Like, it's it's not something that is evil or, you know, it's not right or you are a bad person for being selfish. Like, that's not the case at all. I think we all need to realise that our time should be spent where we want to spend it rather than feeling any obligation to do things. You need to look at time as a commodity and your time, you know, you only have so much of it to give and who are you going to give it to and where is that energy going to go? You need to use it wisely and with the right people or with the right clients or whatever. So I think it's also a really great self-care tip as well because you are looking at putting yourself first and putting your time back on the priority list, back on the map, rather than trying to have this endless supply of time and energy and then finding that you're becoming burnt out. So I think this is a really good exercise, I think, for you to go away and start looking at your time as something that's super valuable, more valuable than anything that you have, really, because all we have is time in life. So you should spend it how you want to spend it. And even spending it when you need to recharge and rest is super vital because, you know, yes, we, you know, spend one third of our lives sleeping, but that is such an important factor in, you know, our waking life. And so is rest and needing to recharge. So how can you start being selfish with your time? Well, firstly, you need to figure out what aligns with your goals and stick to it. So if there's particular activities or places that you 
love going and don't want to go or there's people you know that you align with or that you don't align with you need to iron that out because when it comes to that time of someone asking you for a favor or to hang out or you know a client for example you need to know those red flags or those signs that are telling you no this is not worth my time or this is not really on my radar in the sense of like I don't vibe with that that well so you need to understand and and kind of think about from now on where is my energy going to go where is my time going to go and where am I going to feel like I'm being fulfilled in those areas you need to be confident about where your limitations are as well and what best serves you at this point in time so for myself particularly I am going on a week of leave next week just to take a bit of a break away from things like email and admin and new projects and new inquiries just to kind of give myself a little bit of a a space between what's happening now and the backlog that I'm experiencing with work and all the new stuff that's going to be coming in especially before Christmas and through to next year so I need I'm now figuring out you know the hard way but finally figuring out that my limitations are like this, this and this and I need to, you know, acknowledge that and say, look, this is all I can do. We can't do everything at once. We are not superhuman people. We have a breaking point. So, and it's okay to have a breaking point because, you know, it's just, we are, I think we are conditioned to be on the go all the time and, you know, take, take every opportunity as you can and, you know, wake up and go to work and have energy to exercise and eat well and cook every meal and see friends and family, hang out with people, whatever, and then still have enough energy to, you know, read or, you know, do the leisurely things that you like doing. And it ends up being super exhausting because you're trying to fit all this stuff in and you're not actually doing anything that serves you all that well. So definitely look at where your limitations are and see like kind of where you're teetering on the edge of breaking point and stop before you get there because that is super important and it's going to help you in the long run. Remind yourself that you don't know anyone anything. So whether that's, you know, a favor that someone might ask of you or a client or an explanation even, you don't owe anyone an explanation for how you feel or your decisions that's just how you are like that is your prerogative so or your opinion so you don't actually owe anyone anything in terms of those things and when you start to live life on your own terms unapologetically things just fall into place for you and I think that you'll find that out if you are doing that already or if you're wanting to do that and starting to figure out oh you know I don't actually need to listen to that person or I don't need to do the things that they're saying or live how they're living because that doesn't really work for me. And you just need to start living your own life on your terms rather than by someone else's life. And then you end up being miserable and feel like you're not in control of your own life, which is what a lot of people go through because they feel like their parents chose their career for them or their spouse that, you know, went ahead and made a decision for them that was life-changing. And people feel like they don't have control of their lives and they become absolutely miserable about it. So if you start taking ownership of your own life, then you're the only person that you can put that responsibility on to make it good or bad. And in this sense as well, recognizing the signs of burnout, similar to reminding yourself that you don't owe anyone anything and your limitations, 
recognizing the signs of your personal burnout because everyone has different signs of burnout just slightly but you need to figure out also how you can stop it so if you go back into my small business burnout podcast um we went through quite a lot of signs and how to prevent you know getting burnt out especially when you're running a business but it can you know be applied to your daily life as well so signs of burning out you know you need to understand that and then also putting your mental health at the forefront because it's not something that you can deal with later. It almost becomes that thing of like, if you take care of it every day just a little bit, it gets better rather than putting it off and it ends up becoming this massive pile in the corner that you then have to address at a later date. And it's such a mountain and you end up, it's very overwhelming, ends up tipping over rather than working at it a little bit at a time every day and having like a strong and and good mental health. So whatever you need to do to have um, your, well, keep your mental health in check, do it. And you don't need to apologize for it. You don't need to explain to anyone what these things you do to keep your mental health in check. That is just up to you. And that's how things work out for you. So don't feel like you have to give anyone an explanation. I think recognizing that being a people pleaser doesn't work is going to help as well for for a few people that just have such a such a hard time saying no because they want everyone to like them and they want to be as accommodating as possible while taking the brunt of something and you know I like saying I'd rather be the one that's being hurt than someone else suffering but in a sense you're making yourself suffer for no reason and you're not letting that person learn from their mistakes or learn that that's not an okay thing to just put all that ownership on you that you need to fix a problem that they're continually creating so you just need to remind yourself that not everyone's going to like you and that's okay it's that saying of you could be the brightest best juiciest peach in the world and there's going to be someone that doesn't like peaches and that's okay that's how it is so you can't please everyone and once you start recognizing that and being okay with that and accepting that you cannot please every single person on this planet, especially every single person within your your close friends or your family or your colleagues or whatever, you know, you actually start living life on your own way rather than trying to please everyone and you end up pleasing no one, especially yourself. You don't please yourself at all in that situation. Another really strong way to be selfish with your time is to recognize if you're being guilted into something you need to understand why this person is coming to you and trying to guilt you into this particular situation and you really don't want to do it but you feel like you're obligated to do it and they are working their tactics and their guilt trips to get you to do something. Don't be afraid to confront them and, and you know ask them why they feel the need to do this to you. Like Just, just be honest and say you're making me feel really guilty I want to know why you're making me feel this way and where it's coming from. You know, it's it's not hard because at the end of the day, if they're a friend, you know, and they're trying to guilt you into something, just say like, okay, why is this so important to you? Can we get down to the nitty gritty and the actual reason why rather than you coming up with these, you know, smoke and mirrors excuses that why I should, you know, I, I, you're probably more likely to help out if you know the real reason rather than just some ploy that they're trying to get you to come into so that you can help them for something, whatever it is. So I guess that kind of wraps up our saying no expectations versus reality and trying to bring the expectations that you're trying to achieve 
in saying no and bringing them into your reality because at the end of the day it's not really that simple to say no but recognizing those like getting to saying no is a bit of a journey in itself so you need to get all these things right in order to get there comfortably and be able to say politely no thank you so pleasing others isn't going to make your life more fulfilled or happy it's just really going to drain your energy and resources and there's going to be nothing left in your own cup and you're going to be filling everyone else's cup and there's going to be absolutely zero left for yourself and for your own life and for your goals and aspirations or what you want to do in business or in you know in your career and stuff like that you need to start to look at where's my time going this is a really good opportunity for you to start taking charge of your own life and setting those boundaries early on especially when you know there's someone new in your life or there's someone that's starting to ask you for favors giving them the precedent of how they should treat you means you need to show them how you should be treated you know i've had clients who have called me at 10 o'clock at night or midnight they're messaging me and then they email me at seven o'clock the next day like did you get my message and it's like i you know i've been poor in that sense because i've replied to those messages in the past or i've always been on my phone always ready to be contactable 24 7 which is not right especially as a business owner you need to have office hours and you need to have you know non-work hours so especially like during the beginning i was just like on all the time because i wanted to be that quick responsive person i wanted to be as accessible as possible, but that is not sustainable at all, especially trying to switch off, end up just being ticking over all the time. So you need to start setting the boundaries early, or if you have done things in the past, maybe just explain to the client that I'm not online at this point, or have you know one of those um, automated messages that come through on your socials or email, something like that, where you know, you explain, we'll get back to you as soon as possible or whatever. It just kind of gives them a buffer and a reminder that, oh, you know, they aren't available 24-7. They are a human. They have a life outside of me being the client because clients often think that they're the only client that you have. So their, their number one priority is their business, but your number one priority is 20 businesses, right? So it's very hard to juggle, especially because they want your attention and your time straight away. So just because as well their their business hours may be different to yours doesn't mean that you need to adhere to their business hours. So you kind of just need to find a good middle ground there or just kind of say, these are my business hours. This is how you can contact me and where you'll kind of get a faster response rather than emailing at 10 at night. Then, you know, me emailing back at 10 the next morning and then, then not replying until that night as well. So you can't you know, bend over backwards for every single client. It's just impossible because you end up breaking in that sense, (laughs) definitely breaking. So the same thing kind of goes for last minute things when it comes to family and they knew about this particular thing days ago. So I've had been in situations before where I've had family members come to me like, you know, because they need a favor or they need something done or I need to go pick something up. But they tell me like a half an hour before or, you know, the morning of for that night that this thing needs to happen and it's urgent and it needs to happen. It is basically do or die. And then you get put into this corner because the onus is on you and the responsibility is on you to save the day and come to the rescue. But by doing that and by saying yes, you're then rewarding that behavior that they're doing and you know that they know that they may have known this from three, four days ago and they just waited until the last minute to tell you because they're disorganized or they don't have 
you know, a calendar or they just forgot, right? But they're like, they're so used to leaning on you because you're going to say yes and you're going to do that thing for them all the time. You're going to save the day that they're not being prepared in themselves. So the responsibility is on you, but now you need to start saying no to those things. Even if you can do it, I say start saying no and seeing how their behaviors change because it, you know, it might, you might say yes, but it might not be convenient, but you're going to do it anyway because you may not be doing something tonight or whatever. Just say no, because then it puts the pressure back on them to figure it out for themselves, which is a situation they should have been in control of in the first place. And they just aren't that good with time management or whatever. So they need to start working on their shit that you don't owe them anything. And now you don't have the responsibility. Whereas, you know, maybe next time they'll come to you three or four days before and say, Hey, can you block out that time? Because I need to do this, this and this. And then you can say yes, because it's like, you know, you've got time or you're able to do it and they've learned their lesson. But if you keep saying yes and they, you know, keep coming to you last minute and you just keep rewarding that, it's going to keep happening and you're going to drain and you're going to get drained and you're going to be fucking tired of it. And it's going to actually like put a bit of a sourness into that relationship too, because then whenever they come to you, you feel like, oh, what do they want now? Here they go again. You know, they always come to me if they want something. So it doesn't really make it all that pleasant with that person. So I'd suggest next time you have the opportunity to say no to that particular situation, say no and see how long it takes them to realize, oh, I need to get my shit together so that this person can help me in the future. Okay, so that kind of wraps up our saying no and the power of saying no uh, podcast. And I hope that you kind of grab something from this podcast and it was a little bit longer than expected but um, just remember that practice makes perfect don't use words or sentences that are open-ended understand manipulation techniques know where your relationships lie and just be okay with being selfish and putting yourself first and your priorities is you your priority is you so take this opportunity to look at your life a little bit differently look at your time and see where it's being spent and where you want to spend it and how you want to spend it because that's all we have to give at the end of the day is our precious time. Thanks again for listening to the Lexicon of Life podcast. If you got anything from this episode or previous episodes, please leave a review. I would really love to see some feedback as well coming into almost two months of doing this now. So yes, please leave any feedback would be great. My name is Alexia. As always, you can call me Lex. It has been a pleasure chatting with you today. Best wishes, warmest regards. Ciao for now. At Bombas, we make socks, underwear, and T-shirts that feel good and do good. They feel good because they're designed with the softest materials and comfort innovations. They do good because for every item you purchase, we donate another item to someone who needs it. So far, we at Bombas have donated over 100 million items, and your purchases add to that impact. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash ACAST and use code ACAST at checkout.